Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Vast Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on Chadwick Boseman, Kirsten Dunst, Jennifer Lopez, Felicity Huffman, Elizabeth Banks, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When the unthinkable happens? Or is the best time perhaps today? Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Skid, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, click on the follow-up button on the top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram. Just go to T. Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NYs are mostly cloudy, 46 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to always to my listeners. Thank you once again for hanging out with me and joining me here every single Wednesday afternoon from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time right here on BTR. So how is everyone doing? How your week been so far? You know... The holiday season is upon us. Next week, can you believe it, is Thanksgiving? Jeez. I mean, 2019 really went by fast. And then it's going to be the holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and then the new year is going to be coming in, 2020. So uh, I hope everyone's prepared and looking forward to enjoying the upcoming festivities. I know in New York City they're getting ready to uh, display the lighting of the Christmas tree. I think that's next, in two weeks, in two weeks. So, uh, again, uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, You know, this week on That's Entertainment, we're going to be talking about uh, Chadwick Boseman. He uh, 
wants to try to establish himself as an entertainment brand. We're going to be talking about how he's planning on doing this. Kirsten Dunst is in the news, and um, she was telling, she was saying that, um, you know, when you're in this business, Hollywood, you know, actors always go through. Uh, they have to do certain things with their physical appearance to play certain roles. And uh, when she was playing uh, in the Spider-Man, the first one, the role in 2002, they wanted the, I think the director or the producer at the time had wanted her to change something physical of, of her appearance in order to play the role of Mary Jane Watson. I'll tell you what that is. And Jennifer Lopez made an interesting comment about her role as a stripper in the movie Hustlers. Apparently, she didn't get paid for it. I'll tell you more about it. And Felicity Huffman is getting back to, um, you know, after she had spent time behind bars, uh, for her role in the college admission scandal, she's thinking about working with female prison inmates. Um, she's very keen to working with them, and I'll tell you uh, what she's planning on doing. And actress-turned-filmmaker Elizabeth Banks said that she's very proud of her Charlie Angel movie, uh, even though it didn't do so well at the box office, but she's also had sparked some backlash about the poor performance of the movie. I'll tell you more about that. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with this um She's a model. She's a reality star. Uh, she's the face of Fenty's, uh, Rihanna's Fenty's uh, Puma and Fenty Beauty line brand. We're talking about Slick Woods. Apparently, she's battling cancer, but she went on social media to talk about um, how she's dealing with the illness, and it's it's not what you think. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it! All right. Chadwick Boseman wants to establish himself as an entertainment brand like his Marvel character, Black Panther. The 41-year-old actor who will next star in the hot, the highly anticipated crime drama 21 Bridges said he makes his movie choices, including working with Spike Lee and Denzel Washington with the aim of branding himself as a Hollywood superstar. He tells the British newspaper The Times, and this is what he said, quote, I haven't been resting on my laurels. Instead, I shot this movie, then I shot a movie with Spike Lee, I shot a movie that Denzel produced, Denzel Washington, and I also got my own projects that I'm producing and writing. I'm taking advantage of the moment and establishing a brand that hopefully people will trust. Unquote. Black Panther phenomenal success means he will have to reprise his role as the Tyler superhero and African prince with the a suit that gave him that gives him incredible strength and agility, and he's supposed to be do the, doing this in 2022. Bozeman said that now he got a taste for stardom, it allows him to provide for his family who raised him in South Carolina. 21 Bridges will be in theaters on November 22nd. And Kirsten Dunst said that she was asked to have her teeth fixed 
by movie producers for her role in the 2002 flick Spider-Man. In an interview with website news.com.au, the 37-year-old actress explained how a producer on the Marvel movie, in which she plays Peter Parker's love interest, Mary Jane Watson, suggested that she get dental work for a perfect Hollywood smile, but she refused. She said one of the producers tried to subtly coaxed her into uh, changing her teeth into those uh, perfect, Barbie doll tea, but she was like, nope, not doing that. The Hollywood veteran explained that she is more than comfortable with her looks and that having positive role models in the film industry meant she felt able to stand her ground when it came to discussing about her appearance. Dunst is currently promoting her new TV series on becoming a god in Central Florida, which she began filming last year, a few months after the birth of her son, Anus, who she shares with actor Jesse Plenmans. So, yes, in other words, she said that she feels that, you know, as women, especially women and actresses in Hollywood, sometimes you got to stand for yourself. And I know that all actors go through, uh, you know, they have to change their appearance in order to do a, play a particular character or to play a particular role. But when it gets to the part about doing something really uh, major, uh, especially like cosmetic surgery, especially like for your teeth, where do you draw the line? You know, um, you know, I don't blame her. It's good for her. Kudos to her because you have to. Sometimes you have to stand up for certain things, and that being one of them. So kudos to her. Uh, Jennifer Lopez took on her role as the stripper uh, Ramona in Hustlers for free. That's right. The singer-actress starred in the movie as the Savage performer and also produced the film, which was a box office smash over the summer, and it co-starred Cardi B, Lizzo, Constant Wu, and Lily Reinhardt. Despite the film's success, however, the Waiting for Tonight singer claimed she didn't get paid for her involvement. And this is what she said. She said, quote, I do things because I love them. I didn't get paid a whole bunch of money for Hustlers, she told uh, GQ Magazine, after being crowned its icon of the year for the annual Men of the Year issue. She said, I did it for free and produced it. I banked on myself. That's the Jenny from the block. I do what I want. I do what I love, unquote. Jennifer added the arrangement helped her engage with the character's independent mindset, saying that whether she was doing great things or bad things, she was very clear about what she wanted and what her goals were and that she could do it on her own. And the triple threat star is proud of the impact of Hustlers, calling the movie a moment for women everywhere. Felicity Huffman's keen to work with female prison inmates after spending time behind bars for her role in the college admission scandal. The Desperate Housewife actor spent just 11 days behind bars after pleading guilty to paying $15,000 to doctor her daughter's university entrance exam. She remained on probation for a year. As well as paying a $30,000 fine, Felicity had been ordered by the courts to undertake 250 hours of community service, which she began earlier this month in Los Angeles. According to an insider, the star was so moved by the harsh condition during her time at the Federal Correctional Institute in Dublin, California, that now she she now wants to work with incarcerated women as part of her community service program. 
Meanwhile, the star has seen at the Teen Project a treatment center to uh, rehabilitate uh, young women at risk of sex trafficking and homelessness for her first day of community service. Felicity was one of 30 parents, including Fuller House star Lori Loughlin, who were charged with cheating the system. Lori has pleaded not guilty and has yet to be sentenced. And actress-turned-filmmaker Elizabeth Banks remained proud of her Charlie Angels movie after it was declared a box office flop following a disappointing opening weekend. The action comedy starring Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Balinska Balinska as the crime-fighting trio with Banks as Bosley only managed to debut in third place on the North American box office chart on Sunday, November 17, launching with a $8.6 million for a global take just shy of $28 million. Its slow start paled in comparison to the $40.1 million that Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu movie adaptation of the classic TV show garnered when it was first released back in 2000. But despite the poor showing, Banks, who also co-wrote, directed, and produced the reboot, is standing by her decision to tackle the beloved franchise. Reacting to the poor uh, box office figures on Monday, November 18, Banks tweeted, quote, well, if you're going to have a flop, make sure your name is on it at least four times. I'm proud of Charlie Angels and happy it's in the world, unquote. The third Charlie Angels installment was bested on the North American box office chart by racing drama Ford vs. Ferrari, which opened at number one with $31 million, and the World War II drama Midway, which took second place. And speaking of Elizabeth Bain, she has sparked some backlash after blaming the poor performance of her Charlie Angel reboot on, get this, men not going to see women to action movies. Reflecting on the poor reception to her film in the interview with Australia's Herald Sun newspaper, Elizabeth suggested it could be down to the lack of men going to watch it at the theaters. And this is what she said. She said, look, people have to buy tickets to this movie, too. This movie has to make money. If this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies, unquote. She added of female superhero movies, she said that uh, men will go see uh, a comic book movie with Wonder Woman and Captain, Captain Marvel because that's a male genre. So even though they are movies about women, they put them in a content of feeding the larger comic book world. So if all if it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting up three other characters or we're setting up Justice League. While the actress and director said she was happy for those characters to have box office success, she added that, we she added that we need more women voices supported with money because that's the power. The power is in the money. Her her remarks didn't go down too well with people on social media. However, many of whom slammed her for making such a suggestion. In other words, some people were saying, "Well, uh, it's not." They some women felt that they don't think that was the reason why her movie didn't do well because women wasn't uh, didn't have the power behind it. They, they, some women felt that they just didn't want to see her movie. Maybe they just was not interested in Charlie Angels. So some people definitely went in. 
Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week, every Wednesday afternoon between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, I give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. Again, if you like the show and you want to know what's going on and you want to know how to follow the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. And if you can't listen to the show in its entirely, you can always go back to the archives right here on BTR. You can also listen to the archives on the Facebook page. Like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash deathsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at Entertain one That's T-H-A-T-S, entertainment number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14, and also follow me on the gram, just go to T. Jones Gibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S Slick Woods is currently battling an illness she rather doesn't have. The 23-year-old model and actress revealed on Tuesday, November 19th that she has cancer by sharing a positive post about undergoing chemotherapy. Now, this is what she wrote. She said, quote, how I feel about chemotherapy, shout out to everyone that got to go through it, unquote. She then joked that she shouldn't have to worry about losing her hair because she's already bald. To those who don't know, hair loss is one of the side effects of chemotherapy. Fans have since uh, sent prayers to Slick, including her boyfriend, Mickey Monday, and Taraji P. Henson. Slick, who is known for her physical features such as her gap teeth, tattoos, and shaved head, rose to fame following her appearance in Kanye West's Yeezy Season 2 lookbook, in addition to becoming the face of Rihanna's Fenty Puma and Fenty Beauty lines. Slick recently joined the cast of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood alongside her boyfriend, Mickey. And actress Zoe Saldana is preparing to help take down a top ISIS leader in a new thriller based on real-life events. The Avengers star will lead the cast in uh, Sabaya as a CIA agent whose friendship with a recently escaped teenage ISIS sex slave called a Sabaya provides authorities with the intelligence needed to pull off a successful U.S. Special Forces raid on the site of her captivity in Syria. The 2015 mission resulted in the death of a top ISIS commander as well as several of his troops and is recognized as a crucial turning point in the downfall of the Islamic State. The Handsmaid Tale director Reed Morano will take charge of the movie based on a script by Oscar winner The Departed writer William Monaghan. Further production details and a release date have yet to be announced. And Lizzo and Billy... Uh, Elish led the uh, act nominated for the 2019 Grammy Awards. That's right. The, the Grammy Award nomination came out early this morning. Uh, Lizzo received the most Grammy nods with eight. When the nominees were announced today, this morning, uh, with Billy and rapper Lil Nas X bagging six nods apiece. Billy, who's 17, also made history as the youngest artist to earn nomination in all four of the Recording Academy's top four categories, include Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. Rapper and singer Lizzo will compete against the teenager in all four categories with her mega-hit Truth Hurts up for 
for the Record and Song of the Year alongside Billy Bad Guy. Their respective album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, and I Love You are up for the album prize alongside Bun Ivers' I, I, Lana Del Rey's Norman F. and Rockwell, Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, Hers, I Used to Know Her, Little Nod X7, and Vampire Weekend, Father of the Bride. Little Nas is also nominated for Best New Artist alongside Lizzo, Billy, Black Pumas, Maggie Rogers, uh, Rosalia, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. Other track nominated nominated for the record of the year include the country rappers Old Town Road, Bon Ivers, Hey Ma, uh, Khalid Talk, and Post Malone and Swalee's Sunflower. Halle Berry uh, really takes the title of her new movie to heart. The Academy Award-winning actress has been injured on the set of her mixed martial art action drama, Bruise, which she starred in and served as director. According to the New Jersey Advanced Media, the movie was set to film in Newark on Monday, but the production had to be rescheduled after Barry sustained an injury during a fight scene. Executive producer Brian Pitt assured that Barry's injury is nothing serious, and he also added that she's tired and she needed a break. The movie was scheduled to film at Max Elite Heat Boxing Gym on Mount Pleasant Avenue, where it was to continue for a week. Pitt said that filming would likely resume on Friday, but the location would probably be shuffled. Bruce Mark Barry's direct uh, a directorial debut. Uh, the movie follows Jackie, a.k.a. Justice, portrayed by a 53-year-old actress, a disgraced MMA fighter who had failed at one thing she'd ever been good at, and that was fighting. Uh, when six-year-old Manny, the son of the, uh, the the son she walked out on years ago, returned to her doorstep, Jackie had to conquer her own demons, face one of the fiercest rising stars of the MMA world, and ultimately fight to become the mother this kid deserves. And Antonio Banderas is determined to take his revival of the hit musical A Chorus Line to New York City and keep the play a Spanish-language production. The Shrek star has taken on the lead role of tough-talking Broadway director Zach in the show, which premiered at his new theater, the Teatro del Soho Coexa Bank, in his native Malanga, Spain, on Friday, November 15th. The musical will then be staged at Barcelona and Madrid before hopefully transferring to the Big Apple, where Banderas is eager to appear to the city's diverse community by having the play perform as is. Banderas claimed the story, based on the real-life experience of Broadway dancers, is the perfect production to be staged in Spanish, as New York City is a city of accents. The actor is no stranger to musical theater, having previously earned a Tony Award nomination for the 2003 Broadway revival of Nine. He also starred opposite Madonna in the 1996 movie adaptation of Evita. It's good for Antonio. And he's he's right. New York is a city of accents. We're the, you know, New York City has been known as the melting pot. We have all kind of uh, languages here, Spanish, German, um, Creole, uh, Swahili, uh, you name it. Every every language on the planet is also here in New York City. Um, you know, Mandarin, 
you name it. So good for Antonio. Right now we have here uh, 23 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, there's a new movie out called Harriet. And the screenwriter of the movie, Gregory Allen Howard, has revealed that in the initial stages of the biopic being made, a studio executive suggested, get this, that he thought that Julia Roberts would be good, a good candidate to play the African-American icon. I'll tell you more about it. And remember the show Nash Bridges? Well, Sheet Moran... It might be returning to the TV for the show Plan Revival. And this is according to the leading man, Don Johnson. I'll tell you more about it. And uh, Games of Thrones star Amelia Clark has criticized the hit fantasy show because producers, for the amount of time that she was on there, she had to get naked. She talks about it. And uh, Jada Pickett-Smith just confirmed that T.I. will appear on her next show of Red Table Talk as he addressed his controversial comments about regarding his daughter virginity. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We got 31 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Katy Perry called Harley's in Hawaii. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Harriet, the screenwriter, uh, Gregory Allen Howard. He has revealed that in the initial stages of the biopic being made, a studio executive suggested that Julia Roberts would be a good candidate to play the African-American icon. The film star and British actress Cynthia Erivo as political activist Harriet Tubman has been in the works for over a decade with the premise for the movie first being pitched in the early 1990s. And as bosses debate which actresses should be in line for the title of role, one unnamed studio head had a surprising suggestion. He said that he was told how one, he said that he was in a meeting, Gregory Allen Howard, and he said that the studio executive said that the script was fantastic. Let's get Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. And when someone pointed out that Roberts couldn't be Harriet, the executive responded that it was such a long time ago, no one's going to know the difference. And this is what uh, Gregory Allen Howard said in a Q&A with the Los Angeles Times, which was published yesterday on Tuesday, November 19th. He did say that the climate in Hollywood, however, was very different back then. Uh, Revo is already being tipped for... Uh, the Oscar success for her role in the movie, which Howard said was only made following the release of the film 12 Years a Slave and Black Panther. Roberts have yet to respond to Howard's claim. In other words, he's saying this is a good time for movies that focus on uh, African-American actors, characters, uh, real-life heroes, because, you know, with movies like Black Panther and 12 Years a Slave, it Changes it had changed the whole dynamic, and also too, I think it also played the a large part of it played in a couple of years ago when um a lot of African American actors was uh complaining about how a lot of act black American actors were not being nominated for their roles for Oscars or black uh, movies. In other words, so I think that also played a big part of it too when they did the hashtag on social media, Oscar So White. I think it sparked a lot of people to talk and a movement that was addressed before, but not as like it has been now. And with the help of social media, it really put it on, it really put it out there. So I think the whole thing about the controversy about Oscar So White and the success of movies like Black. Panther and 12 Years a Slave and uh, oh and this other movie uh, that's getting ready to come out by director uh, Lena Waithe about uh, Queen and Slim that's supposed to be coming out this week I believe or I think yeah or I think next week that's another good one so and also Jordan Peele with uh, Get Out you know, it's 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 putting it out there, and but at the time, you know, Hollywood has come a long way, a long way. But uh, yeah, can you how can this executive say that Julia Roberts could play Harriet Tubman? Not nothing against Julia Roberts, but 
come on, you does this guy think people are stupid? I mean, come on, there's no way she can play this role. But I guess they figure with you know with the hair and makeup and and the, you know the 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 transform the prosthetics the pro the, the what is the prosthetics that they could put on these actors that change their whole look entirely. Uh, do, do you guys just see Charlie Theron? Uh, she's getting ready to play uh, Megan Kelly in an upcoming movie about the, um, about the whole. Um, Roger Ale and Fox News, you should see how they transformed Charlize Theron into um, Megyn Kelly. It, I mean, wow. I mean, it just, it does not even look like Charlize anymore. But this is what they were talking about, especially from this executive saying, you know, they have all the makeup people in the hair to transfer any actor to to be any character. But you got to really think. Seriously, with all the and it goes back to the whole controversy about also uh, British uh, black actors with uh, American black actors uh, taking roles, especially with Harriet, uh, with the British actress um, uh, Arivo, um, Cynthia Arivo taking the role of Harriet Tubman, and a lot of people were saying that how come they couldn't find and. Uh, a black American actress to play that role. So again, Hollywood has come a long way, but it's still got so a lot of ways to go. Um, the original Nash Bridges star, Cheech Marin, will be returning to TV for the show Planned Revival, and this is according to my TV crush Don Johnson. <laughs> uh, the Miami Vice star portrayed the Tyler caption of a special investigation unit of the San Francisco Police Department in the hit series, which ran from 1996 to 2001. And in July this year, it was announced that he will be returning to the role once again. Now Johnson had revealed that Marin will be back as Inspector Joe Dominguez uh, too. Uh, in an upcoming interview on the daytime show, The Talk, Johnson confirmed that the Cheech will be back. Johnson explained that the new Nash Bridget project is set to be developed as a two-hour television film, which producer hope will generate enough interest for a full series reboot, although it appears he's not too sure about taking on the gig full-time. Johnson will co-create and co-executive produce the Nash Bridges film, which is set to air on the cable network USA in 2020. Bow Wow has reportedly found love in Love and Hip Hop Atlanta star Tommy Lee. The pair sparked rom- uh, romance rumors as they got hot and heavy in a recent video, which were taken when they were partying up in the Miami together. In a video that Chad Moss posted on his Instagram account, the rapper actor was seen getting kind of handsy with the TV star. Things escalated since at one point he could be seen wrapping his arm around Tommy. Uh, before placing his hands on her derriere. Now, following the rumors, Tommy took the Instagram to address the issue, denying that she was dating Bow Wow, and Tommy ranted, saying that she thinks people should stay out of their business, out of people's business. She said people can't just have fun, people can't just hang out with each other without assuming that they're a couple or they're going out or they're dating. Meanwhile, Bow Wow has yet to address the rumors, Despite Tommy's now on the romance rumors, another report suggests that she will be joining the new season of Growing Hip Hop Atlanta as Bow Wow's new girlfriend. Remember, she was on Love and Hip Hop um, Atlanta. And remember, she was going through uh, 
she was on she was going through a lot with her family and she was drinking too much and it got really out of hand and then she had threatened security on that reality show and then at, after a while the executive producers had this come to her and say, listen, Tommy, you need help, you're drinking too much, you might have to uh, check yourself into uh, rehab, and it just went downhill from ever since. But uh, hopefully this time around um, she's changed, she cleaned up her act, so we'll see. And Games of Thrones star Amelia Clark has criticized the hit fantasy show Producers, for the amount of time she had to get naked on screen. The British actress was fresh out of drama school before filming her first scene as Exile Queen. And don't hate me, because I, I, unfortunately I never watched Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, Daenery Targar- uh, Tar- Targaryen in 2010. I know I'm pr- probably messing up the pronunciation. When she was taking on a role, she held until this year eighth and final season. Now, speaking with Dax Shepard on his Armchair Expert podcast, the star revealed she was uncomfortable with what was asked of her during filming on the early season, and she had to push back to cut her news scenes as the show progressed. She admitted she found the amount of nudity in season one overwhelming and her lack of experience made sex scenes awkward, even when she was happy that they were essential to the script. However, the star praised Jason Momoa, who played her on-screen husband, uh, Carl Drogo, for interceding with directors and crew and ensuring she did not have to do anything that made her feel uncomfortable. Jada Pinkett Smith had confirmed T.I. will appear on her Red Table talk show to address his controversial comments regarding his daughter's virginity. The musician, whose real name Clifford Harris, made the controversial comment on the show, co-host by singers Miguel Y. Nazanin Mandy, explaining how important it is to him that his daughter, Deja Harris, wait for the right time before having sex. Deja, who's 18, just graduated high school, and she attended her first year of college, figuring it out for herself. And, yes, not only – this is what T.I. said on the show – not only did they have the conversation about sex, they take yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. He also added that he would say as her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact. That's what he said. Now, speaking to Entertainment Tonight at the American Film Institute uh, Fest in Hollywood on Monday, November 18th, the star announced that Whatever You Like Hitmaker was set to discuss the remarks on her Facebook Watch series. While T.I. has yet to address the controversy, T- uh, Tiny shared a string of eye-roll emojis when a fan asked about the musician's daughter well-being. Deja also doesn't appear to have taken her dad comments well with the teenager whose mother is singer Miss Nico unfollow him on Instagram and Twitter after she liked several tweets calling the uh, Live Your Live Your Life star possessive, controlling, and disgusting. T.I. and Tiny will appear on Red Table Talk on November 25th. If you're not familiar with that whole story, yet yeah, T.I. went on um, a podcast where he was talking about how Every year he takes his daughter, Deja, to the gynecologist to make sure she's still a virgin. And it caused a very uproar, especially with the hosts of the show, because they were laughing and kicking about the whole thing. 
and that a lot of people were saying, T.I., what are you doing? That's creepy. That's crazy. She's a grown woman now. Why would you, uh, you know, accompany her just to see if she, you know, some people argued, you know, maybe you should be making sure you be more, uh, more concerned about her health than whether to see if she's a virgin or not. So it was a big uproar, a big uproar. And uh, T.I. is going to go on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith to talk about it. Um, Chris Evans have ruled out returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Captain America in the new Disney Plus series. The star uh, debuted as the he debuted as the iconic superhero in 2010, Captain America: The First Avenger. But his storyline came to an emotional and touching conclusion at the end of Avenger Endgame, when his character Steve Rogers passed his iconic shield on to Anthony Mackie's Sam Wilson to take up the mantle of Captain America. While Mackie will reprise the role in the upcoming Marvel TV series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier for Disney+, Plus, Evan has insisted his time in the franchise is over. The star told Entertainment Tonight when asked whether or not he would reprise the role again, he said, quote, no, probably not. It was really tough. There was a million ways that whole tenure with Marvel could have gone wrong, and it didn't. So to stick the landing so well, it would be a shame to revisit. Unless there was something very unique that we felt the need to reveal, for now it feels like let's just be content with how well it ended, unquote. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier debuts next year. And Kelly Clarkson's new talk show has landed a second season. The singer launched The Kelly Clarkson Show in September to rave reviews and high ratings, and TV bosses at NBC want her back for more, so they extended the run for another season. The show ring is a top new syndicated program in the U.S. Clarkson kicked off each show by covering a track selected by a member of her audience. Her first season debut with the interview with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who cut short his honeymoon to replace injured pile Kevin Hart on the show. Guests have also included Jennifer Gardner, John Legend, Jason Momoa, Tyler Perry, Blake Shelton, and Nick Jonas. Right now, we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll come back with the last remaining stories of the week, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
That was the latest from Aaron Ray featuring Kalani in Change. Right now we have here about 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories for the day, the Osbournes could be set to return to reality TV. According to Kelly Osbourne, with the famous family apparently close to accepting a new deal. The star was just 15 when the hugely popular show debuted in 2002, showcasing the home lives of Black Sabbath rocker Ozzy Osbourne, his wife and manager Sharon Osbourne, Kelly, and her brother Jack. It was a massive hit for MTV during its four-season run from 2002 to 2005. And according to Kelly, who shocked the mass singer, the U.S. panelist, when she revealed that she was Ladybug during Wednesday, November 13 episode, TV bosses are desperate to get the series back on air. While similar format has seen the likes of the Kardashian-Jenner family rise to fame, the Osborne was the first of its kind, and Kelly thinks that was a part of its charm. Last year, the talk host Sharon told Howard Stern on his Sirius XM radio show, the family is always approached for a TV return, but they've never been presented with a satisfactory offer. All about the money. British actor Clive Owen is stepping into the shoes of former U.S. President Bill Clinton for the third season of American Crime Story. Impeachment American Crime Story will delve in the scandal which marred the 42nd president's time in office following his affair with intern Monica Lewinsky, which led to his impeachment in 1998. Booksmart star Beanie Feldstein was recently cast as Lewinsky, while Sarah Paulson will play her confidant, White House employee Linda Tripp, and now Children of Men star Owen has joined the lineup as the ex-Arkansas governor. The casting of his wife and fellow politician Hillary Clinton has yet to be announced. The series, which will be co-produced by Lewinsky, is scheduled to debut a month before the 2020 election. 
summer, Walker was among those who were lucky to be able to bring home a trophy at the 2019 Soul Train Awards at Orleans Arena in Las Vegas on Sunday night, November 17. However, she once again had to deal with online trolls as they mocked her acceptance speech after she won the Best New Artist accolades at the event. And this is what she did. She, you know, she came on stage. She was looking very nervous. And she said, uh, um, this is what she said. She said, uh, hi, thank you so much. I didn't expect this. And then she paused for a while before continuing to thank those who supported her throughout her journey, including her producer boyfriend, London, on the track. She said, uh, quote, I really appreciate it. And then before she added, before she, before quickly turning back and walking away. And even I said on social media, on Twitter, I tweeted, wow, that was the shortest acceptance speech I ever seen in my life. But those who watched the show couldn't help but ridicule Summer because she was so awkward during her acceptance speech. Summer had yet to respond to the criticism, though some of her fans had already come to her defense. Uh, in related news, Chris Brown and Drake were named the biggest winners of the night thanks to their collaboration, No Guidance, that won Song of the Year, Best Collaboration, and Best Dance Performance. Meanwhile, Lizzo followed closely behind with two awards for Video of the Year for Juice and Album Mixtape of the Year for Cause I Love You. And some of the other winners was um, Best R&B Soul Male Artist, uh, Khalid. Best R&B Soul Female Artist was her. Soul Train Certified Award went to Trevor Jackson. Best Gospel Inspiration Award went to Kurt Franklin. Uh, Best Rhythm and Bars Award went to Cardi B for money. And the Ashford and Simpson Songwriter Award went to Beyonce Knows featuring St. John Wizkid and her daughter Blue Ivy Carter for Brown Skin Girl. So congratulations to all the winners and the nominees of the 2019 Soul Train Awards. Taylor Swift had been given the go-ahead to perform her old hits at the American Music Awards after campaign for fans to help her get the songs back. The lover singer took to social media last week and claimed bosses at her old label, Big Machine Records, had blocked her from performing tracks that they own ahead of Sunday's November 24 AMAs, where Taylor is set to pick up the Artist of the Decade honor. Big Machine boss Scott Bruchetta and his partner have released a statement which confirmed they have come to terms on a licensing agreement that approved their artist performance to stream post-show and for rebroadcast on mutual approved platforms. This includes the upcoming American Music Award performances. The new deal comes following news that Scooter Braun, who acquired Big Machine and Taylor's master recordings earlier this year, is reportedly dissatisfied with the way Barchetta had been handling his ongoing disagreement with Swift. The music mogul insists Swift claimed that they were not letting her perform her own music was based on false information, making it clear they do not have the right to keep her from performing live anywhere. Following Swift's allegation, it was reported that big machine bosses were forced to shut down their offices early on Friday due to direct and hostile death threats being made to employees of the company, with fans apparently going to extremes to leak personal contact information and addresses of the company's staff. I tell you, when Taylor Swift fans come through, they come through. And see, that's the power of social media. You know, uh, Taylor Swift... um, was talking about this, how she couldn't get her masters, that she's uh, planning on re-recording all of her old songs because 
Uh, Scooter Braun has sold the company. No, um, uh, Scott Brochetta had sold the com- music company to Scooter Braun, and Scooter Braun was allegedly holding her masters, and that it was a big deal because she could she was scheduled to perform the old song, but because they had owned her masters, they said that she couldn't perform those songs allegedly. And now Taylor is told fans to get on social media and talk about this. And apparently it worked. So we'll see because, again, they own all her masters, which is kind of messed up. But we'll see. We'll follow this story through. And speaking of Taylor Swift, you know, we just mentioned she will receive the inaugural Women of the Decade honor at the upcoming Billboard Women in Music Gala. Uh, she will be feted at the event on December 12th at the Hollywood Palladium in Los Angeles for becoming one of the most accomplished musical artists of all time. Then Again, the news comes as Swift prepared to accept the Artist of the Decade gong at the American Music Awards on Sunday, December 24th. Alana Morissette and Nicki Minaj will also be saluted at the prize giving alongside Brandi Carley and Rock Nation Chief Operating Officer Desiree Perez. And new mom uh, Alanis Morissette has been named the recipient of the 2019 Icon Award, while Nicki Minaj will take home the Game Changer Award after becoming the first woman to rack up 100 appearances on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Country star uh, Carla will receive the Trailblazer Award. Last year, rising star honoree was Haley Kiyoko. She will host the show, which highlights the most powerful female artists and executives in the industry. The group KISS will fulfill plans to play an unusual gig in Australia for a crowd of just eight guests, despite the Rockers canceling, canceling their upcoming farewell tour of the country. The group was set to head down under with its end-of-the-road world tour, but axed the track after, uh, found, uh, after one of the members, uh, Paul Stanley, fell ill. The star was advised to rest due to a bad case of the flu as he had additional infection in his throat, required complete vocal rest, and medication for at least two weeks, but the rest of the group will jet out to Australia to perform a concert to launch a special series of events called Airbnb Animal Experiences. The Shark, the Shark Rock City gig will see the I Was Made for Loving You band play on a glass-bottom boat launching from the South Australian coastal town of Port Lincoln on Monday, November 18, while eight lucky fans take in sights in the water underneath. Wow. I'm supposed to be going to Australia soon, and uh, maybe I'll take a visit of this uh, Shark Rock City. Um, Kanye West has hit the recording studio with hip-hop super producer Dr. Dre for the follow-up to his Christian rap album, Jesus is King. The power hitmaker shared his religious offering with fans in late October, and he's already back at work on new material, this time recruiting NWA and legend Dre for his next project. Kanye shared a photo of the pair on Twitter and captioned it, Yay and Dre, Jesus is King Part 2, coming soon. The same image was also posted to Dre's uh, Instagram page along with the same wording. The news emerged a day after Kanye addressed U.S. televangelist Joel Olstein massive congregation at his Lakewood church in Texas on Sunday, November 17, and revealed he wants to release new songs every month. 
He also recently teased another gospel album called Jesus Born during an interview with DJ Zane Lowe, explaining he wanted to drop the tracks on Christmas Day, December 25th. And Motley Crue has confirmed reports they are hitting the road again in 2020 by blowing up their cessation of touring agreement. Reports suggested that the heavy metal stars who played their final gig at the end of 2015 were regrouping for a stadium tour with Poison and Def Leppard, and now it appears that the combat is definitely on because the contract, which prohibited any members performing under the Motley Crue name, has been destroyed. The Rockets have released a video in which the contract is blown up as Machine Gun Kelly, who starred in the recent Motley Crue biopic, The Dirt, narrates, stating, quote, in 2014, Motley Crue announced their final tour, putting an end to almost 35 years on the road. To make it official, they signed an unprecedented contract. In the years since Motley Crue became more popular than ever and gained an entirely new legend of fans who, along with diehard crew heads, demanding the band tear up that stupid contract and come out of retirement. Unquote. Kelly adds that the bandmate knew that if they were ever to stand on stage together again, that contract would have to be destroyed. The destruction had never been an issue for Motley Crue. And R&B superstar Usher is aiming to recreate the success of his 2004 mega hit, Yeah, by reuniting with rapper Ludacris and Lil Jon for a new collaboration. The singer has been working on the follow-up to his 2016 album, Hard to Love, and Lil Jon revealed the trio has a new tune set to be featured on the forthcoming project. Usher has yet to reveal when fans can expect to hear his new material. Yeah hit the top of the charts around the world upon his release 15 years ago, leading the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 countdown for a record 12 consecutive weeks to make it the longest-running number one of 2004. He also earned the artist the Grammy Award for Best Rap Sing Collaboration. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.